and welcome to episode number 138 of the Lions Podcast. My name is Matt Brown. Solo pod time this week here on Wednesday, November the 18th. Brett is off. He'll be back on Friday, as well as Brad for our big NFL preview. But I just want to catch you guys up on everything that's going on in the sports world as we head into the rest of the week. Quick thoughts here from NFL Week 10. If we take a look back, the Colts established some dominance there in the AFC South, 34 to 17 win over the Titans. And really what we saw is a Colts defense that is actually one of the better defenses in the NFL and is going to keep this team competitive in all games that they play in. And so from a betting standpoint for us, I think we need to really take, uh, you know, this Colts team seriously a little bit more and really take a look at especially the defense and offensive matchups whenever this team plays, because they are going to have the advantage in a lot of these games closing out the season. And so if we think the offense can get it done against the defense that they're playing, this Colts defense is going to keep the most of the teams that they play suppressed. And so uh, Colts, a team certainly we're going to continue to look at a lot. We talked about the weather situation in these games and this time of year is something that we really want to pay attention to guys and, and want to get on top of as early as maybe as possible, you know, because the Browns, Texans, Browns in Cleveland, yet again, we see super high winds, super high gusts, unable to pass the ball down the field, unable to kick the ball with any sort of accuracy whatsoever. And what do we come up with? We come up with a 10 to seven final in that game. That total was on the fall. I mean, it opened at 50. Don't get me wrong. And, it fell and, you know, got into the kind of the lower 40s. But again, if, if we watched what happened in week eight in Cleveland, whenever that stadium gets incredibly windy and we kind of knew how this was going to play out, you know, and so be sure and pay attention to that this time of year, weather situations, wind, especially not so much rain, not so much snow, but wind is something we are definitely going to be looking at. We talk about key numbers all the time here on the podcast as well. Browns-Texans ends on 10-7, 3. Lions-Washington, 30-27, 3. Giants-Eagles, 27-17, 10. We've got on a little further. Cardinals and Bills could have been 3. The Cardinals, it ended up 32-30. to Cardinals chose to take a knee as opposed to as opposed to kicking the extra point on the very, very off chance that the Bills were able to block the extra point and run it back for a safety and then tie the ball game. So um lands on three as well. I mean, again, like would have landed on three, but again, three comes into play as that key number. Three yet again. We talked to a lesser extent about some of these other ones, but you know, three, seven, ten. We'll look at six every now and then, but like, you know, these are the numbers. If we, if we added in six, Patriots, Ravens, 23, 17, Vikings, Bears, 19, 13. Rams and Seahawks landed directly on seven, 23 to 16. So we have to pay attention to these numbers and make sure that we're getting the best of it. If, if at all possible, which is why we say all the time, you know, we compare whenever we do the pot, we talk about the lines and where you can find, you know, Number X, Y, Z. Is it at DraftKings? Is it at FanDuel? Is it at MGM? Is it at PointsBet? Is it at, you know, one of the other ones? Is it at William Hill? 
And the reason we do that is because maybe you catch a two and a half or maybe you catch a three and a half or maybe you catch a three as opposed to it getting off of the three and a half. For example, that Browns Texans game, I was heavy on the Browns. If you guys were listening to the podcast, but I had Browns at three, you know, and I was able to get a push. That number went to three and a half or three and a half were out there on Friday when we were when we were recording the podcast. And if that was the case, if you're on the Texan side, you loved it. You won. But if you were on the, the Brown side, you lost. And yeah, Nick Chubb fell down at the one yard line. And I, you know, ran out of bounds the one yard line. I get it. But I mean, that's just it is what it is. You know, I mean, these teams are going to do stuff like that these days. There's nothing we can handicap for, nothing we can plan for. We just have to try to be on what we consider to be the right side. But, um, you know, you wonder why we beat these numbers over your head. Hey, be sure and get this. This is on three right now. Or, hey, this is on seven right now. To a lesser extent, you know, six and ten. Just because so many games land on these numbers. Exactly. Or the number comes into play. In the Cardinals bills, for example, 32 to 30. Cardinals could have kicked the extra point, made it 33 to 30. They didn't. They took a knee on the extra point, and we end up with a two-point game. Three comes into play there. So uh, be sure as you're going through this and make sure that you're getting the very best numbers out there, guys, because this is something that we, uh, that we really, really need to be paying attention to if we want to con- continue to maximize our return on our investment here in betting. And the other thing I think that we need to talk about is it's just this Ravens team before we get going. I mean, actually Ravens and the Steelers. So the Steelers, we're talking about these gaps in offense that the Steelers have. And the reason we weren't quite as high, like we weren't thinking like, oh, the Steelers team is, is super, super elite, despite the fact that they were 8-0 at the time. It's because they were going these big, big spurs. And it didn't matter what against what team. So don't say, hey, yeah, of course they did that against the Bengals. This happened against the, the Cowboys when they couldn't move the ball. But they got things together. Roethlisberger goes over 330 yards, four touchdowns. They score 36 points. Defense does what it's been doing all year long, holds the Bengals to 10. And the Steelers look like a true contender, again, if they can get this type of offensive output. So, uh, again, another one of the teams with an elite defense that is always going to be in every single game. How much can their offense give them? And then the Ravens. This is a team that we need to watch live betting moving forward because the Ravens are the best front runner. Maybe there is, they run the ball and they don't care how many times they run the ball and they will pound it over and over and over and over again. And they play good bully when they're, when they're a front running, when they're ahead. But man, when they get behind or even game neutral situations, do you have any confidence in this Ravens offense? Do you have any confidence in Lamar Miller and them to move the ball down the field at a consistent basis? Because I don't. They don't have a lot of playmakers, man, like at the wide receiver position on a consistent. Again, you know, leading receiver was Willie Sneed at the wide receiver position. So you look at this Ravens team. If you if you're able to watch these games, you know, if you have the Sunday ticket package or something, or if there happen to be one of your local market games or if they're in an island game or something. Be sure and pay attention to that moving forward as far as live betting goes on this Ravens team. It is, they are front runners, big time. And they get behind and they do not have the firepower to fight back. And so um, you kind of see them get down in games. Might be a good opportunity to get in live and get in against them. 
live in these in those situations. The Masters, if you paid attention to our Masters podcast, you know Dustin Johnson won. I was all over Dustin Johnson, fortunately, so we had that outright. That does make seven outrights since the beginning of the, since the restart. It's absurd. It's never going to happen again. I'm on this incredible golf heater. It's, um, it's unsustainable. It's, uh, we're never going to have this again, but Hey, I'll take it. Um, Dustin Johnson outright, Dustin Johnson, top five, top 10, top 20. We were all over all that stuff. Um, and he was able to get it done, you know, and never really a question. He just was out there and was just the better player the entire tournament and ended up winning that tournament. A little bit weird. You, heard, you talked to the players and you heard them talk about, you know, it was a little weird not having the the the, the crowd out there, not having, not hearing the roars and, and all of that. But, you know, for the most part, I think it played out pretty well. And, you know, outside of Dustin kind of running away with it there at the end, it was a it was a good watch. It was competitive, and I enjoyed it being on NFL Sunday, being able to kind of close out the Masters on an NFL Sunday, and then go right into the afternoon games, which the NFL loaded up the afternoon slate with good games. I, I thought I thought it worked out really well. Didn't work out well in the ratings, apparently, um, down really big from last year, but uh, I don't know. I liked it. I wish it was. Uh, I wish it would have. I wish it would have done better. But we'll have it back at the normal time next year. We're only a few months away, actually, from the Masters. It's going to happen regular, you know, in April again last uh, again next year. So, um, odds for that, you can already find odds for that. If you want to go over the Masters 2021 at DraftKings, Dustin Johnson 7-1, to one, Bryson DeChambeau 8-1, to one, Roy McIlroy 9-1. to one. John Rahm, Justin Thomas, 10 to 1. Everyone past that, 16 to 1 or longer. Brooks Kepka, 16 to 1. Xander at 20. And that's about it. Like you look down, Tiger is at 28. Don't pay 28 for Tiger right now. Don't, don't pay 28 for Tiger right now. I know he competed a little bit and he was and he was on the leaderboard, but you know, guys, it's just. It's going to be tough for Tiger to win these these type of tournaments these days. And I, I know he won a year ago, but it was like the perfect circumstances. I think it was everything. His 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 game, his form was not good coming into the Masters this year. Um, and again, you just ha- listen to those guys I just named. Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Roy McIlroy, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley. All of those guys. So Tiger's got to beat those guys. Oh, what about kind of that second tier of guys? Patrick Cantlay, Hideki, Colin Morikawa, Patrick Reed, Tony Finau, Terrell Hatton. I mean, we've never had the talent pool this deep. Ever. And it's just very tough to win these golf tournaments when you got to make it through all of those guys. Not to mention the younger guys that are really starting to show out. Sung J.M., Matthew Wolf, Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland. Abraham answer Cameron's, you know, again, not really Cameron Smith's a little bit older, but you get the point. Just tons of talent in golf right now. Going to be really tough for some of these older guys to, uh, to compete four rounds in a row to win any of these golf, golf majors out there. But again, masters 2021, they are up over at DraftKings. If you are interested and you want to get involved. 
by the time you listen to this, maybe the NBA draft will have already happened. Hopefully not. Hopefully you are listening to this before the NBA draft gets going. You can bet on the NBA draft if you want to do that. We have seen a ton of movement. The consensus there for a while leading into this was that LaMelo Ball would go number one overall. The last 48 hours, that sentiment has changed greatly. Anthony Edwards, now your favorite to go number one overall, minus 125 over at DraftKings, LaMelo, minus 112. It seems like it's going to be one of those two barring some sort of trade, right? I mean, there's always the possibility of a trade where maybe a James Wiseman goes number one overall, but it would take a trade for Wiseman to go number one overall. Every expert out there seems to believe that. But you can go in, you can bet number one overall, you can bet player draft position. And I think this is one of the markets that is a little bit overlooked, but certainly something that I think is if you want to bet this draft. So basically it's an over-under. So right now, LaMelo Ball over-under set at two and a half. If he goes one or two, the under hits. If he goes three or, or later, the over hits. Now this one's been on the move as well. With LaMelo Ball, if he does not go number one overall, which again, there's been, there's been a lot of, of thoughts and movement and rumors that he's not, then he likely ends up going three or four and not two because everyone at that point, everybody is saying Wiseman is going to go number two to the Warriors. They get a seven foot one guy in there to go along with all those other weapons. Yeah, good luck defending that team. But LaMelo over two and a half is actually plus 115. If you think he's not going number one overall, then you want to go ahead and take the over two and a half as well because he's not going to definitely not going to the Warriors. No need for him whatsoever. They have, they have Steph and Clay Thompson. So it is, uh, it, it's a bet. If you think LaMelo is not going, if you think Anthony Edwards is going number one, <laughs> number one overall, then definitely want to take the over on the two and a half in that as well. The other things you can do, they have specials bets, you know, listen, top 10 specials, number of, of freshmen drafted in the top 10, number of international players drafted in the top 10. You can bet on the conferences. So how many players from the big 10, big 12, Pac 10, you know, all of that. You can bet on schools, number of players from Arizona, from Washington, from Duke, and, and, and different ways that you can bet just on the individual picks, like who will be, you know, who is exactly going to be number two overall, who is going to be number three overall, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So lots of different ways you can get involved in the NBA draft. If you haven't already, hopefully this hits your, hits your ears before the draft goes off. And, you know, maybe you want to hold a couple of tickets to make the NBA draft just a little bit more, a little bit more fun tonight. Couple of, couple of uh, Mac football games, but you know, light sports night for sure. So maybe you want to have a ticket or two when it comes to the NBA draft. On the Heisman side of things, we were updating you on this. It has been on the move. This has been one of the most active markets I've seen in sports betting. It's crazy. Whenever you look at the Heisman, it was Trevor Lawrence's award to lose. Trevor Lawrence gets COVID, has to miss some games, right? Then it became... Then it became kind of Mac Jones moved to the short shot. For whatever reason, Justin Fields had not played a game and was sitting at six to one. And we're like, well, this guy's going to go number two overall in the draft. How the hell is this happening? What happens? Of course, Justin Fields plays a game, does well, instantly jumps up. At one point, we're looking at Lawrence and Fields as the co-favorites at plus 175. 
Kyle Trask, meanwhile, is just lurking out there. Was 20 to 1. Was 16 to 1. Was 14 to 1. Was 10 to 1. Well, all he's doing is going out and having one of the low key, and I think it's maybe because people are paying a little bit, little bit less attention to college uh, football this year than in years past. Weird season, schedules get all messed up, all the different stuff like that. So I get it. But guys, Kyle Trask is having an unbelievable season. Kyle Trask is 148 for 211, a 70% completion percentage, 2,171 yards, 28 touchdowns to three picks. He leads the nation in touchdown passes by five. By five. He's having a monster season. A Burrow-esque season. But it's going under the radar because he in college people aren't paying attention. Well, somebody was paying attention because now Kyle Trask, who at last we talked was sitting at eight to one, is now at two and a half to one to win the Heisman. It is basically a Lawrence Fields Trask dead heat, a Mac Jones dead heat for odds. Lawrence at two plus two hundred, Fields at plus two fifty, Trask at plus two fifty, Mac Jones at three to one. That's how weird this season has been. That's how crazy all this movement has been for this year. If you want to get involved, look, at this point, I don't think there's a lot of value. You know, Trask at 10 to 1 last week, 8 to 1 last week would have been value. But at this point now, it's a coin flip. And look, with the COVID situation, who knows? Maybe maybe more games get canceled or... uh, God forbid one of these guys gets it, you know, outside of Trevor Lawrence already had it. You know what I mean? For me, I don't see a ton. I don't see a ton of value at these numbers now. Um, that being said, if you want to go back and say like, oh man, I had conviction on Trevor Lawrence before the season. I just didn't want to lay whatever it was. One minus 157 or one minus 167 or something like that. You're at least getting two to one on Lawrence now. So if you did have conviction on Lawrence and, you know, conventional thinking is he's not going to get COVID twice, you know, uh, here in a couple of weeks, then maybe you do want to get in on Trevor Lawrence at two to one because you are getting better odds than you were getting at the beginning of the season. The weirdest of seasons here in college football, no doubt about it. Just some craziness in, uh, by, by every, by every, every single way that you look at this, it's just been absolutely nuts. Uh, Again, we'll have the full NFL preview at the end of the week. Just an interesting note on the Thursday night game, Seahawks at the Cardinals. Um, This thing's been bobbing back and forth between three and three and a half. Uh, Seahawks either favored by three or three and a half. Cardinals do go on the road. Not a big road trip, just right up to Seattle. And again, no no fans in the stands anyway. So that whole big home field advantage that Seattle has typically had over the course of the years, uh, non-existent. 57 and a half your total in that game. We'll have a full breakdown of this one on the video side of things. That's at youtube.com slash play picks. Go in and go ahead and subscribe and then you'll get notified every time a, a video goes live. So then you don't have to worry about anything. It'll just hit you. So be sure and uh, head and do that. Some interesting lines just as we move forward. Saints and Falcons. Saints five point favorites at home over the Falcons. Drew Brees going to miss. Going to be Jameis Winston under center. 
in that one. An interesting line there. Cleveland Browns, only three-point favorites over the Philadelphia Eagles, who have looked absolutely pathetic. This one might be running to three and a half on the Browns, however. So if you do want to get in on them, you want to go ahead and do that fairly soon. One of the other interesting numbers of the week is the New England Patriots being under a field goal favorite over the Houston Texans. Houston Texans have done absolutely nothing all season long, done absolutely nothing as far as helping betters either uh, under a field goal in that one. I think one of the other interesting, and we'll talk teaser legs, but teaser legs of the week, you know, we're looking at the Bengals as point and a half dogs to Washington. And then the Chargers, eight and a half point favorites to the Jets. You take the Bengals up to seven and a half. You take the Chargers down to two and a half. I think that'll be a pretty popular teaser leg, along with the Packers, who are two and a half point dogs to the Colts, taking the Packers up to eight and a half in that game. I think will be a pretty popular teaser leg this week as well. But some interesting games. In the NFL this weekend, we'll break all of those down on the Friday pod, so be sure and take a look. If you want to follow me at MattBrownM2 on Twitter, if you want to follow the lines at the Lions US on Twitter, Brett and Brad will be back with me here on Friday as we run through week 11 in the NFL. For me, I'm the only one here. For me, talk to you guys on Friday. <laughs>